I find it works well to have a backup. Oh, I like those little tips there, just to make sure things run smoothly when you're in a video conference. Working in this way can help us to become better listeners and purposeful communicators. You're listening to a Core Education podcast, pushing the boundaries of educational possibility. Kia ora, my name's Anaru White and I'm joined again by Heather McIntyre. Heather, we're going to carry on with our podcast talking about video conferencing. Last time you mentioned some really interesting stories about the opportunities around video conferencing, extending the learning outside the classroom. What I've got, I suppose, a few more questions to ask you. One, obviously, is around the equipment that you require. So do you need any special equipment for video conferencing? And the big one, obviously, is there a cost factor? Kia ora, Anaru. Nothing that my schools would not already have, I think. You just need a device, for example, a laptop, an iPad or a smartphone, and also a camera and a microphone, but most devices would have those built in. And, of course, a good internet connection. <laughs> yeah, of course. Okay. So what about the software, though? Well, for Skype, you need to download the software and set up an account, mm -hmm. and you do need to keep it updated. Google Hangout, people don't need anything except a URL address that you can give them. When I diary something in my calendar, it automatically creates that Hangout address, and I can send invites to people to join my Hangout through my Google Calendar. They will get an email with the link. Oh, okay. Oh, you, oh, I've used so Hangouts before. All. Yeah, Hangouts are really interesting. And I guess you also need a, a Google or a Gmail account with those as well, which I'm guessing in this case a lot of schools have gone. A lot of people got personal Gmails or schools are using Google as well. What are some other ones? Yes, and sometimes I've come across schools that don't allow access to Google Plus. So another one that's really handy is a peer in, mm -hmm. which is a peer dot in if you want to search for it. And I just give people a very simple customized URL address for what's called a room. And we can go back to that room as many times as we like. Oh, that's handy to have that same customised URL address. So how reliable is video conferencing? It's usually pretty good, but they all seem to have the occasional day off. <laughs> and so I find it works well to have a backup. That is, if one tool is not working as we would like it, we know we can switch to another. And I guess when they're on the video conferencing as well, what about some social etiquettes around you need to be, I suppose, mindful of? Yes. <laughs> I think it's good to communicate beforehand via, for example, email or phone to help to make sure it's a good experience. And it's good to make sure that participants are comfortable with the mm. tool that is being used and it's ideal I guess if you can have a wee practice first when perhaps you're meeting face to face sure. so that people are feeling comfortable and relaxed about it. Also it's really good to make sure that we're clear as to the dates and times and it's generally a good idea to send a reminder beforehand mm -hmm. just so that we're all on the same page and it's also important to be mindful of who is speaking. The cross-talk can sometimes cut out the audio and working in this way can help us to become better listeners and purposeful communicators. So that's a little helpful 
aside <laughs> and just the same as if you had a guest speaker in the classroom or staff room, you'd want to make sure that all the people at your end were on their best behaviour. We just need to remember that if we've got our videos on that people can see us. Sure. Yeah, and I like those little tips there just to make sure things run smoothly when you're in the video conferencing because we've talked about in this podcast and well, both podcasts and I'm guessing there are other opportunities as well to make most of these opportunities, those little tips that you shared are really worthwhile. So kia ora for that, Heather. Kia ora, my pleasure. You've been listening to a Core Education Podcast, pushing the boundaries of educational possibility.